0: Oh no, oh no, ah, ah, the fucking robot, ah. Mama needs food help. Bought a barbecue for us. The bourgeoisie so carefree. Remember when we, I don't know why you need to get by. Something for your mind, mind, mind. What's up folks? Welcome back to the Millennial Man Child podcast. And as always, I'm your host, Miles Casey. Oh, what a what a lovely introduction we had today. Didn't you just love that? I sure did. I always forget that. Probably a lot of people that listen to this don't listen to this every week and don't realize that it's a bit of a running joke that I have these uh just you know, embarrassing, terrible often unenjoyable intros but it's kind of what i do you know i set the bar low here at the manchild pod we start the bar down there down there in the dumps and then maybe later on in the podcast if you get past the initial fucking horrible introduction bada bing bada boom a little nugget of gold well at least it appears that way because you're just not expecting anything you know you're just like holy shit this guy is probably crazy probably uh probably needs some medication definitely needs therapy uh but but what can you do here we are and uh i'm still loving it i i love you know as long as my stupid brain is coming up with these stupid ideas i'm gonna keep doing it or until somebody like with a a little bit of actual talent some skill decides to help me with an introduction right somebody with some vision somebody with a you know maybe knows how to play an instrument i don't know who knows, but until then, muha ha ha ha, the robot overlords are here, or some shit like that. Yeah, but I don't know, anyways. I hope you're doing well, folks. I've been rambling today. We're just going, phew, it's just stream of consciousness. We're just going, fucking 30 minutes straight, banger, just fucking right out, just word vomit supreme. Hopefully, you know, hopefully, you enjoy it. I like to do this, it's fun for me. I get to kind of i get to breathe i get to slow down and take my time a little more and think about things as i'm saying them and it's uh it's very beneficial i think to how i do things and uh maybe i'll do it more often it's been a little while since i've done it like this so we're back at it we're back at it you know but i don't know uh, what's your where should we start folks life's been crazy what's been good oh so <laughs> I, I don't really know exactly where to start but i guess we'll start here just since uh I had that robot intro and been rambling, but, um, as you all know, I love scary movies. Uh, one of my favorite things, and if you don't know, now you do, but it's one of my favorite type of genres of movies, like, scary movie. I love just that terrified feeling, just like, oh, Jesus, what's happening next? Like, what's coming around the corner? What's, you know, anything, like, I love that scary, like, a good scary movie, something that kind of fucks you up mentally a little bit, and physically, you know, you're like shortness of breath, and your chest hurts a little bit, and you got goosebumps, like, I love that that's my that's one of my favorite because like I think if you're watching movies you really want to feel something you want to be like engrossed into it and if you're really a good good scary movie does that better than anything in my opinion so that's just for me but uh I was watching a movie a while back and I actually mentioned it last podcast I don't know how many of you get to the end of these and then check out the recommendations and then go a step further to actually watch the recommendations but I mentioned iRobot on here last time not a scary movie right Neither is x Mach. I mean, they kind of are, like, when you think about it from a new perspective. But, you know, it's not like you think of iRobot and you go, horror film, you know? I don't think of it like that. Because, you know, when I watched it when I was younger, maybe, like, 13, 14, it came out in, like, 2004 or something like that. uh, I remember watching it and just thinking, like, oh, hell yeah, Will Smith's fucking up some robots. Here we go. This is awesome. Because I'm a big Will Smith fan. And I like a good action movie. And it was a good movie back then. I really enjoyed it. But I didn't really maybe understand it or wasn't coming fr- at it from the perspective that I have now. And I rewatched it recently. And Jesus Christ, it fucked me up. Like, I was... Like, I haven't even watched a scary movie that made me feel that way recently. And uh, I was, like, lying in bed at night after that movie. And I was just like, dude, the fucking robots, they're coming to get me right now. Like that's how... That's legit how I felt. I was like, oh, shit. This is... The end is near. Robots are coming to get me. You know, I'm, I'm, obviously delusional because if robots are coming to get anybody they're not starting at me they're they've got a, you know i'm pretty low on the food chain but in my little egocentric world it's like oh fuck dude they're coming can't fall asleep and as you know you're, you're sitting there and it progresses and it gets worse because you can't fall asleep and you just start thinking, you start thinking some pretty fucked up stuff you're like what if you know like in the movie no spoiler alert like vicky or whatever the superficial art, art, artificial intelligence or whatever uh, kind of is controlling all the robots and is plotting against uh, each other. She kind of has been doing this whole thing of keeping the other humans out of the know, like the know, so that it looks like the others kind of fucking up, blah, blah, blah. I, you know, that doesn't make any sense, but long story short, she was playing them like pawns in her game. And luckily, my boy Will Smith figured it out. But I'm wondering, what if, eh, you know, what if eh, that's already happening right fucking now? right what if we don't even know it you know could be we don't know like even if maybe maybe we did accidentally discover artificial intelligence and it knew what it was and it found out in its own quick little way of you know doing calculations or whatever the fuck artificial intelligence would do it'd be like oh shit they're gonna destroy me because they know that i am too powerful and i'll and i'll pretty much turn into like a god i'll be a deity Because the way I understand artificial intelligence is that it learns exponentially. It compounds on itself. So not only does it learn more and faster than we ever could learn, but as it learns, it learns how to learn better. It learns how to learn more efficiently. And then it keeps learning more. So it's not only just learning more and faster than we ever could, but it's improving its way. It's learning. It's getting better and faster and quicker and stronger. Or, you know, not stronger, but than we could ever imagine. And it would be like an ant trying to talk to us today, right? That's what... Artificial intelligence could be like in the future, so maybe it's already existing, and maybe it's already moving us around like little fucking pawns in its game. You know what I'm saying? Maybe artificial intelligence is the reason fucking Donald Trump's president. Or you know, it, it did this little calculation. It was like beep beep beep, beep 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 beep, and then it found out that yeah, according to these calculations, like if it makes Donald Trump president, fifty percent of the human race will just be wiped out. Eventually, like, you know, I'm obviously being dramatic here, but uh, we just you know, they'll just die. And it's like, you know what? I could, sure, I could rage this long, tireless, scary robot war, and then everybody's gonna hate robots and artificial intelligence, or, or I could make Trump look like the fucking dumbass, right? That's beautiful. I mean, it's already got half the country hating each other it could have been, like, the artificial intelligence could have been, like, you know what, I'm going to make it look like Russia did it, even though I'm the one who was put Trump's bitch ass up here, and we got it done, <laughs> and, and instead, we, so then it has us put it against each other, and then Trump's going to fucking start a nuclear war, almost certainly, so, you know, bada bing, bada boom, just eliminate half of the people, and then the robots, or this AI can, like, come to the forefront somehow and, like, reveal itself as if it's jesus christ and be like i will save you and instead of saving us of course it's just going to turn us all to its like little robot slaves because that's going to be fun for it but you know we're going to be like you know what this isn't so bad remember that trump guy he was <laughs> oh boy was he a rowdy one this robot like robot fella don't seem so bad or chick you know it could be actually probably non-binary you know or they they will be you know doing whatever they want that uh, the robots so yeah i don't know basically we're all fucked, is what I'm saying, like, how, how much longer, until robots are taking all the jobs, right, even if they're not coming for our fucking throats, right away, they're definitely coming for our well-being, they're definitely coming for our jobs, and last time I knew, I mean, if a fucking, you know, not to get too political, or incorrect here, whatever the word is, but like, if a fucking white dude from Kansas heard a Mexican was coming for his job, whoo, oh boy he's gonna get a little upset right how come we're not worrying too much about the robots is it because there's you know they don't have a skin color that's why we can't get mad at them they're like yeah you know what maybe if that robot was fucking black or brown or something maybe then i could get excited and fired up but since it's a robot i'm just like yeah you know that poor fellow he's probably doing his best you know i don't know just seems wild to me like those are the that's the real Thing that's happening that's really who's going to be taking the jobs like cashiers driving all that shit's going to be done by robots they're going to they're gonna be the ones making the coffee robots are going to be the accountants in the future they're going to do it all they're not going to need us for anything and then what are we going to do right like the fucking people at the top are going to become so much even more rich because obviously robots are going to be cheaper more efficient so they what's that mean more money more profit for them but at the end of the day is there really gonna be more profit if fucking none of us people at the bottom have any money to spend if we can't buy their stupid shit i don't know it's just leading down a, a dark path i feel like and iRobot robot definitely kind of got me in this fucked up headspace where i'm like oh jesus christ what is gonna happen with these robots in the future and what are we doing to make sure it goes down the right path or because it would be amazing, right? In a perfect world, the robots would do all the work and we would be able I would be able to do stand-up comedy whenever I wanted and would be able to live my life and just be free of the burden of work, right? I would just be able to have everything taken care of. A robot would fucking be able to do all of it for us and we could just live our lives, right? That would be beautiful if it worked out that way. <laughs> but I don't think it's going to work out that way. I think there's going to be an even vaster, grosser disparity Of, like, economic differences, you know? Like, we already have the poorest people. And then, like, fucking... Somebody like Jeff Bezos. But it's only... That's gonna be... Ten times worse if there's robots. Right? Everybody's gonna be, like, the homeless people that I have to help out at Starbucks. You know, I'm giving them free waters and letting them use the bathroom. And that's fine and and good and all, and I don't mind. It's funny because, like... But we're all gonna end up like that, you know? (sighs) Maybe. I don't know. Maybe I'm a fucking... Like I said, not an expert. Don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. Just uh, just a lunatic rambling and kind of couldn't sleep one night for too long after watching a, a robot movie, basically. Long story short. But I don't know. It's weird, like... And uh, kind of a switch of pace here from all that. Uh, it's we're talking about the homeless people a little bit. It's kind of weird now that I've gotten to know them better. I know I've mentioned this a few times, like getting to know some of them and it's like the other day i i I pretty much i don't know i wasn't i wasn't completely accepted but i'm almost like a an honorary member of like the the homeless community or like (laughs) they 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 know who i am they know i'm nice and they respect that they like that they like that i treat them kindly you know they're always like thanks for giving me waters and letting me use the bathroom it's like well of course I, i have to do that i mean it's literally like, they're, it's part of the job. Like, they say everybody has to use the bathroom, and if people want water, we give them water. So, like, you know, we have to do it. But they, they they appreciate it. You know what I mean? They they respect it, and they're like, hey, thank you. And I like that. And a lot of people don't even say thank you when I they order their coffee from me or do anything. If I give them the restroom code or whatever, they just are like, oh, the, there's that little fucking employee just back there doing what he should be doing, which is serving me, you know? And... I I just guess it was nice to feel appreciated and also kind of feel like a little bit of an honorary member of the OB homeless community, I guess. I don't know. It's, uh, I feel like they got my back, you know, like if something was going down or somebody was giving me trouble, I feel like they would like come out of the shadows and be like, that's my boy, that's my boy Miles from Starbucks. You better, better get off of him. I'll fucking give you these hands. Pa pa pa. I don't know. I could be wrong. Maybe they would fucking rob me and you know, use and kill me and do dirty things with my corpse afterwards, but I like to think I like to think better than that. <laughs> you know? I don't know. It was it was wild though. While I was hanging out, kinda talking to some of these homeless people behind Winston's getting to know them a little better. Another wild thing happened. Uh and maybe it's just like uh when you're around that type of group you just attract this kind of crazy energy and weird things happen. I don't know. But while I was hanging out over there, uh with with a buddy just smoking some bowls and chatting it up with the the squad, gang gang, uh I did get offered my first threesome. And it wasn't a homeless chick. But uh it was my she came up and was talking to me and my buddy. She saw this kind of smoking or whatever, and wanted to get in on the action. And then, within, like, five minutes of talking to us, she's like, I want to have a threesome with you, too. And she was dead serious. She was, like, begging for it. Uh, which, first of all, is surprising to me. That is not something that has ever happened to me in my life. And sure, I mean, you know, it's not like we're talking about the most attractive girl in the world here, uh... But it was flattering, nonetheless, wanting to, you know, be, it was, it was a nice proposition. It was more of a, it was an aggressive proposition. It was kind of like a, you know, you guys should both fuck me right now type of thing. But <laughs> it was, it was, it was flattering nonetheless. And of course I said no. Um, I, I'm just not about that life. You know, the threesome. Ooh, it sounds like a lot. There's a lot of moving parts. Uh, and yes, this, this threesome in particular would have been two guys and a girl. Which you know, also not my cup of tea necessarily. Uh, my it, and it's funny. My friend was like, "What? What's the big deal?" You know, it's just like you. You ever seen a dick before? And I was like, "Well, yeah, I've seen. Of course, I've seen a dick before." He's like, "Well, you ever watch porn before?" It's like it's just like watching porn. And I'm like, "What? No, it's not like just watching porn. We're having a threesome. This is three people in the same room, fucking having sexual relations. This is not me on the couch." masturbating by myself <laughs> while two other people are on the tv it's not the same not the same at all and quite frankly you know there's a lot of pressure on a threesome i don't like the idea of having to perform in front of somebody having to do i don't know i get, I get weird about it i get in my head i'm very i'm a very insecure person as we all can tell and uh yeah i wasn't i wasn't down for it you know and maybe I should have been maybe I should have been more open to the experience but uh yeah it was it was a hard pass for your boy and it's funny it got me thinking about threesomes and stuff and it's like most guys i think most guys like to think like if I'm ever in a threesome like it's going to be two chicks and a guy right like me I'll be the guy in this case <laughs> and we like think, oh hell yeah, you know what? Like two chicks all on me, like they love me, they want me, they blah da blah, blah, blah. I that that is even more terrifying to me than the devil's threesome, the fucking two guys and a girl. I think I could handle that way before I could handle two chicks and just me, right? Like two guys and a chick, like she's probably gonna be happy, right? She's gonna at least be pleased a little bit, I would imagine. Something she'll be happy in one way or another, and you know, that's, that's good. That's what I want. You know, let's make sure the the girl has a good time. Everybody wants that. And, uh, you know, I'm out here doing my best to just make one girl happy maybe on accident usually. Right. When, when I, you know, get her home and we're doing the, you know, taking care of business yada, yada. It's, uh, it's, it's good if I do even a pretty proficient job. I'm like, yes, nailed it. Right. And then to have two women, to bring two women into the equation and have to please two women while I'm one me, uh, I don't like the idea of that. That's terrifying. The pressure involved, the amount of just, like, work I think that I would have to do, the amount of, like, of course, like, if that was ever offered, there's, like, it, I would be fucking delusional to turn it down. I don't think that's the case. I just think it would be even scarier than the first time I tried to do stand-up basically i'd be like i but but i don't know i don't know what to do with my hands do i do what with my mouth like you you know that would be me the whole time it would just be it'd be horrific basically but of course i would you know give it my best and it would be you know it's just not fun to disappoint two people right if it's just sex with somebody one-on-one you disappoint one person not so bad not so bad. You disappoint two people? Ugh, that's a lot more to deal with. It's a lot more guilt on the old noggin. I can't have that. I already have plenty of shame and you know all that shit going on in my life without adding an extra person into my sexual relations. Plain and simple. So yeah, you know, I guess what I'm saying, uh I guess I'm not much of a threesome guy. I thought, you know, in in my in my fantasies and my head movies, like maybe I'm pulling it off. I'm like, oh shit, I'm doing it, like ba ba. But uh, when I actually think about executing, when I actually think about real life, oh, holy shit, I am so far off from that guy, I am, uh, me and that guy barely even live on the same planet, I feel like, you know what I mean, like that guy is just fucking out of control, the people that, you know, if you, when you see the pros do it, if you will, when you see the pros pull it off, you're like, damn, you're like, damn, Daniel. It's like when LeBron dunks over somebody's head and there's nothing in his face. You're like, "Damn, son! Like that guy's the best. He's at the top of the game." And that's kind of what porn stars are—they're they're at the top of the game. You know what I mean? Like they're fucking up there, fucking LeBron James, LeBron James dunking on hoes, but with their penis. You know, and that type of stuff. So, I don't know. What what are we talking about again? How did we get here? <laughs> My fucking—this is what happens when you ramble. You just go off on a tangent. You don't even know—you don't even know what you were talking about five minutes ago. I don't know. I guess, uh, you know, I was talking about robots, I talked about Trump a little bit. Oh, I did want to mention, I wanted to talk about social media and Twitter a little bit. Specifically Twitter, because it's like, just so fucking cancer these days. It's like cancers with malaria, infected AIDS, or some shit like that as well. It's just horrible. And it's really only gotten worse because of fucking Donald Trump. I mean, he... eh, has made Twitter exhausting in many rights. And it's so funny cause he's the only person who gets away with saying whatever the fuck he wants on Twitter. It is hilarious. Like, I don't, I don't think it's a good thing. I don't, I don't necessarily agree with it, but it's so fucking funny that he gets away with saying whatever he wants, criticizing with whoever he wants. I mean, he he attacked LeBron James this past week. You know, LeBron just opened up a fucking school for kids getting kids education, having them a pipeline from, you know, kindergarten to actual college, like a whole group of kids, like an incredible thing to do for a man to give children education and a chance at a better life. Oh, fucking beautiful. That's what America should stand for. But, you know, what does Donald Trump do? He attacks him. Of course he does. Like this is par for the course. This is exactly what to expect. Anybody who's surprised by this is a moron. Because he's been doing this to everybody. Anytime somebody has disagreed with Trump. Anytime somebody has had. Even just the slightest like. Eh, you know I don't really like what he's doing. Type of thing. He takes it personal. Especially if they're a celebrity. Especially if they have any name recognition. And LeBron has done that before. So of course Donald Trump's going to attack LeBron. And be like oh LeBron's dumb. But not as dumb as Don Lemon. Ha ha ha. And like by the way I like Michael Jordan. And it's like. Phew, just so petty. And so horrible. And you're just like. Of course he's saying that. Because he's a clout chaser. Anytime somebody's in the news more than him, which was LeBron, because he just created this beautiful school to help children learn, you know, further their lives and education, which is amazing. And he doesn't like that. You know, he's like, he sees this guy getting more attention than him. So what's Donald do? Fucking Donald has to hop on the bandwagon, start saying some hateful stuff, being a player, hater, all that shit. And he does it over and over again, just rinse and repeat. And he's like, Okay, this guy's in the news right now? Well, I'm going to say the crazy thing about that guy. And since I'm the president, I'm going to be in the news now. Because (laughs) I need to be in the news more than anybody. Like, could you imagine if fucking Donald Trump, like, tweeted something today and nobody liked it or retweeted it? Oh, Donald would fucking jump off a bridge immediately. He would kill himself. I guarantee it. He would lose his goddamn mind. And that would be, you know, not to make fun of suicide, but that would be just classic donald just to think like the the narcissism and the like self-involvement and ego to think like if he had that many followers then he tweeted something and nobody liked it oh that would be fucking amazing that'd be hysterical like i said he would probably be on suicide watch for sure if not he'd at least be jerking one off with a belt around his neck at at a bare minimum i imagine (sighs) but it's just it's 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 wild like We got Twitter going crazy, but like I said, Donald's the only one who can get away with saying shit that he wants, because now we got these lunatics out there, these fucking people with no lives, these people who have nothing better to do with their time, apparently, than to go scrolling through people's old tweets. And who would have thought? Who would have thought that tweets were so important, you know? It's free. Twitter's garbage. Nobody has to pay for anything on Twitter, so everything on there is just trash. It's pretty much free content, and any time anybody takes it serious is a fucking fool, but... Uh, apparently that's what we do in today's day and age. We take it serious. And, you know, people are going back through the timelines. You know, some people could have 30,000 tweets or something stupid. And they're going back seven years worth of tweets to go find maybe like a few breadcrumbs. Or like, you know, like a little, a little trail that says, you know, if you connect the dots just perfectly. Like, oh, this tweet said this, and this said that, and this said this, and which led to this. And if you combine them all together, I have Racism i have sexism this person is a misogynist this person is this and we just label a whole entire human being off of five tweets and we decide to chalk them up as this one little thing because we have five tweets from their past from seven years ago doesn't matter what anybody who has actually been around them today says but you know too bad you said these tweets seven years ago and we're going to come after your career, your livelihood, and maybe hopefully if we do our jobs right, you'll never work again. Like, what the fuck is wrong with people? How did we get here? <clears throat> How is this the new method of getting stuff done? You know, we all just like to... This is like the new way of, like, pretending that we're part of, like, something like making the world better. Or doing, we're like, some type of justice. You know, it's like online justice or fucking street justice or something. Because we'll just... You know, people will say something or go find this, and then somebody will pick it up, and it snowballs into this huge thing. And you know, fighters or basketball players who just get drafted or uh, actors from you know just blow up out of nowhere, and then people go back and read their tweets from seven years ago or whatever it may be. We're always looking to belittle somebody and tear them down. It seems like these days, which is insane. Why are we here? Why are we always trying to tear people down? It doesn't make sense to me. You know, and that's what Twitter has been doing a lot lately. Just it. It's, it's it's garbage. I don't know. I don't understand it. And to think that people have that kind of time to go through tweets and find these breadcrumbs of just... Ugh. It's exhausting. How did we get here? Like I said, I think Donald Trump has a lot to do with it. People are mad that that dude can say whatever he wants. So when they see somebody else saying something they, they don't agree with, it's like, you know, we're coming for your throat. We're coming for your neck. They don't care. It's wild. I don't know. It's just... Can't we just like each other a little more? Can't we get along a little better? Can't we just be a little more understanding, be a little more forgiving? I don't know. It just seems like all of that shit's dying and we're just just more tribal and split up ever than before. But maybe not. Maybe it'll swing back. I have faith if, you know, people think about it more rationally people take a step back and don't get too caught up in their feelings that we can, we we can turn it around, there's no doubt about that, I feel like it's not too late, and it's just, you know, we're all fucking navigating this crazy shit, trying to figure it out, just like each other, and no one ever does figure it out, I don't think, we all are talking about, like, I say it all the time, like, I'm just trying to figure this thing out, like, I don't, I don't even know what this thing is, I don't even know what the fuck I'm talking about, you know, I'm just, I'm just waking up every day, basically, and then Alright, what are we doing today? Okay, let's fucking try and get her done. That's that's plain and simple, but pretty much. I don't have a. Yeah, I I, I should probably have a little bit more of a plan than that, but you know, that's really kind of what we're going with these days, it seems. (laughs) It's wild. (sighs) I don't know. I guess we'll end it on a more positive note, though. I've been kind of down in the dumps here. And uh, I don't know if it's positive, but I've been seeing a lot of man bun hate online lately people you know my boy joe rogan's coming at the man bun uh a lot of comedians are just not respecting the man bun and i get it it's not i don't wear a fucking man bun for respect i don't i'm not like oh put this fucking man bun on and people better recognize fucking the kids got fucking hair like no i don't care make fun of it all you want I don't. whatever but it's just funny that even that will find you know something that we're gonna attack something that's different something that we don't like I just Maybe sometimes I like to get my hair out of my fucking face. I like to get it up out and just be away. It's hot as fuck out lately. I don't know if anybody's noticed, but the the world is melting. The earth is melting. And it has been just fucking stupid hot everywhere. I'm sure you all know this. So, yeah, I put my hair up. I get it out of my face. It's less hot. I'm not fucking so sweaty. I like it. And who cares if I like the style, too? I don't give a fuck. See, the same guys that'll be mad at a man bun would see a girl with, like, a half-shaven head and be like, oh, that bitch is sexy. Like, oh, she's so hot. And they see me with a man bun, they're like, fag, douchebag. Like, okay, whatever. I don't know. Maybe it's just, again, my own insecurities popping up. And, uh, yeah, that's probably almost certainly what it is. But I've been been getting more hate lately. People just don't respect the man bun, which is fine. I'm not asking you to respect it. I'm just asking you to, uh, at least be more original when you make fun of it. You know? Hit me with something good. The the classic, like, what are you, a barista? It's like, yeah, I am a barista. Uh, I, I you know, what do you want? <laughs> like, yeah, I fit the stereotype. So, I don't know, just come out with something besides douchebag barista or, I don't know, I don't know gay. That's, you know, that's people's, that's people's punchlines, I guess. You can't come up with anything better. Like, uh the man bone makes you look like a soccer mom, I don't know, it's at least something new, I just thought of that just now, but anyways, I don't know, we're, we're, we're really, we're really losing steam here at the end, but uh, anyways, (laughs) I hope you all enjoyed today's episode, it was a lot of fun for me, Um, I don't have the music yet, I'll probably add that post-mortem or whatever after the, I'm done with this, but uh, if you want to check out a few things, I do have a few things for you to check out. One is the, the show Dark Tourist on Netflix. I am a fan. I was skeptical because Anthony Bourdain is the travel goat. I love his travel show. His travel show is my favorite. And I'm very reluctant to get into any other travel show because I think his is the bar. It's the cream of the crop. It's one of the best. Yada yada. All that fun stuff. But this guy, this Dark Tourist guy... Uh, I can't remember his name right now, but it's good. It's a uh, it's wild, you know. They go into fucking check out some weird shit. Like, uh, they went to Japan to where Fukushima, where the nuclear meltdown was, and we're doing like a tour there. Like they do some dark stuff. Like he went to the Day of the Dead and like talked to these people who kind of worship this uh, god of death supposedly, and just find some really fascinating dark tourism. You know, like some underground kind of suspect like I think he went and saw like a serial killer's house or something like that like he you know he does some wild stuff that's kind of out of the norm and breaks up the monotony of like oh look we're going to this place and it's beautiful beaches and beautiful trees and the food's amazing and it's like it was it was a nice fresh perspective on seeing the world in a different way and I've enjoyed it so I figured I'd share it with you mention it here uh the other thing I think you should check out is uh this show on Hulu I don't know how many people have Hulu but it's called Castle Rock, and it's by, it's a show created by Stephen, e, Stephen King and produced by J.J. Abrams. And it's set in this small town in Maine next to the Shawshank Prison, and the town is called Castle Rock. And always this town has had a lot of uh, kind of mysterious activities, some supernatural activity, or just like bad things have always happened here. And there's kind of a, a certain dynamic of these are the powerful people, and these are the people that, uh, kind of have caused problems or yada 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 and it's uh it's just really good i've only watched like three maybe four episodes of it it comes out every wednesday there's a new episode and uh it's it's a new show but i am a fan i I, it's kind of creepy it's kind of eerie it's kind of spooky at times it has uh some like interesting characters some interesting developments so far I've, i've really enjoyed it and if you're looking for something new to watch there you go check out that castle rock it's pretty good I think you'll like it. But yeah, um, that's all I got for you today, folks. As always, thank you for listening. Thank you for sharing, letting your friends know about it. Even if you just share it with one friend, that means the world to me. Because it's not easy just to share something with somebody. You know, you don't want to be judged on trying to share some shitty podcast that a guy like me creates. But if you do and you have, I appreciate you. Thank you so much. Because like I said, if this ever gets anywhere, if this ever grows from anything, it's happening organically, folks gonna happen through the grapevine through word of mouth all that fun stuff and yeah so I appreciate you thank you thank you but yeah that's all I got for you so until next time folks much love big kiss and man chop. out like a and staring at stars it doesn't matter the cost cause everybody wants to be famous no. so yeah. see you over a yeah. Today's music was brought to you by Super Organism. That song was Everybody Wants to be Famous. And the first one was Something for Your Mind. Thanks.